In April of this year, a violinist, a jazz singer and a jazz guitarist travelled every Friday to Abbey Leaks, County Leash, to the district hospital. Six weeks later, a public performance took place at the Dunhamace Theatre in Port Leash. Tonight's documentary tells the story of that journey. So, um, yeah, we'll do our stretching first of all. Get the bodies woken up. Just stretch all the face muscles. <laughs> and now a lovely big sigh. Breathe in. Watch the mouth, Breathe in again. Nice, gentle sigh. Going into a new hospital for the first time, it, it's it's quite it is very daunting, quite daunting because you have no idea how they're going to respond. Because it's a new kind of idea, we're not just going in to perform; we're going in to perform to them and ask them to participate in the performances with us, and um, to participate in musical activities that are based on improvisation as opposed to pre-composed pieces, as well as working with pre-composed pieces. It's a very new idea to to a lot of people. The idea of um, creating their own music. Um, and really, it's much easier to just sit back and listen. The the objective is to encourage them to participate in a creative process, which is musically based. It might be very ambitious, but I, actually, no. I think it sounds very ambitious, but I don't. I don't know. I think it can happen on all kinds of levels. And it has been successful in the other hospitals that we've worked in. And how many would you hope that are going to be in this group? Like, do you have an idea of how many people will be in the room even? I suspect, I've heard in the grapevine, that it might be a big group. A big group is bigger than 25 or 30. I think it might be a good bit bigger than that. Um, I think I, I believe there are 80 patients in this hospital between daycare patients and residential patients. And I've met the staff, but I haven't met the people before, no. The staff are very enthusiastic about the project and I know that there are about 10 staff that are going to be involved as well and they'll be participating in the group as well. So I think we could be looking at a group of about 50 people, which is a very, very big group and difficult to manage. And it sets up a different aim and a different dynamic. But, you know, all I can say is we'll see how it goes and see what happens. So describe the people that are in your group. Well, there's me, um, I play the violin and I'm classically trained. And then I've done a bit of improvising in rock bands and that kind of thing. I'm a music therapist and we work through improvisation. You know, Dorothy is a jazz singer and Jonathan is a jazz guitarist. And they're both really good with people. They're really good musically on the uptake, you know. The kind of When you're improvising, you're thinking on your feet, you're responding to what's going on in the moment. And they're both really, really good at that. So they're great musicians to work with on this project. What are your feelings when you, you go into this? Oh, I feel nervous because I think, what will I do if they think it's absolutely mad and they won't participate and the whole thing falls flat? <laughs> um, it hasn't happened like that yet, but there is always the nervous feeling that that might, that might happen. I'm Angela, and this is Dorothy, and this is Jonathan. If, if you can't hear me, can you just put up your hand and say I didn't hear that or I can't hear you? Because it's a big room, it's a big group. I can try and, I'll stand in the middle and I'll try and, you know, aim up and down the room so that you don't hear me. Okay, but I want to begin, to, I want you all to introduce yourselves. So if you could clap with me 
So do what I do. So we're going to leave a space and we're going to clap twice. So space. Healthcare programme is run by Music Network, who are a national music development organisation set up by the Arts Council to develop music right across the country. The Midland Health Board is in partnership with Music and Healthcare. And this year, eight residential and daycare centres around Leash, Offaly, Longford and Westmeath will have the benefits of a six-week workshop with professional musicians. 2002 was the first year that Abbey Leakes Hospital took part in the scheme. Angela de Burka was the facilitator. So Angela, that was uh, day one and it's, uh, you've just come out. There were, um, how many people were there? I, were there about 50 people there? I think. I didn't have time to stop and count. Including staff, there were about 50 Including people. staff, there were about 50 people. Yeah. How did you feel it went? I thought it went really well. I thought the atmosphere in the room was wonderful. I thought the group were really enthusiastic and really excited and, and really good fun. And they had a really good sense of humour. There was joking. Describe the room to me. Describe the space. It's a very large, rectangular room. The circle was big enough that it went all the way around the walls. So that's how big the group is. It's a, a room with a very boomy acoustic, so it was quite difficult to speak over that, that kind of, the, you know, the, the kind of boomy sound that the, the walls create in that kind of room makes it difficult to actually, say, give direction over the music. It's really impossible. Was there a particular sense now that you've got today from the group, from the individuals that you realised were, were in the group? Or is there any, anything jumping out at you? Yeah, three people sang. So that was a good start. It was a, there was, sometimes it's unusual for people to, be, to feel confident enough to sing in the first week. So hopefully we'll be able to use some of the group's singers in some of the work that we do over the next six weeks and in the performance. I didn't have an idea, I didn't have a clue what was going to happen. I just thought we were going to play the instruments with a song, singing. But I enjoyed it all. It was very good. I enjoyed it. There were drums and there were shakers and um, all sorts of things to shake and keeping time with the music and all that. Yeah, we were looking forward to it, every week coming and that, you know. And past the day, great, great. And it was great listening to them all singing and everything. I enjoyed it, very good now, for a crowd of old people. I'm, I'm 82. After the first week, evaluation sheets were sent around and the hospital liaised with Angela about what the clients liked and didn't like. Many of the participants wanted to hear more actual playing from the group and others wanted to present poems and songs for inclusion into the concert.
is was battered and scarred, and the auctioneer thought it scarcely worth his while to bother about the old violin, but he held it up with a smile. Now, what am I being good folks, he said. Who'll start the bidding for me? One pound, one pound, do I hear two? Two pounds, do I hear three? Three pounds once, three pounds twice. Going for three, but no. From the room far back came a grey-haired man, and smiling, he picked up the bowl, and wiping the dust from that old violin, and tightening up each of the strings, he played a melody, soft and sweet, as sweet as an angel sings. The music ceased, and the auctioneer, with a voice that was soft and low, said, what am I bid for this old violin? And he held it up with a bow. A thousand pounds, do I hear two? Two thousand, do I hear three? Three thousand once, three thousand twice, and going and gone, said he. The people cheered, but some of them said, we do not quite understand what changed its worth. The man replied, the touch of the master's hand. And some of us, with light out of tune, we are torn and battered with sin. We are auctioned cheap to a thoughtless crowd, just like that old violin, a mass of potash, a glass of wine, a smile, and we travel on. We're going once, we're going twice, we're going and almost gone. When the master comes, and that thoughtless crowd, why they never can quite understand the price of a soul, and the change that's brought by the touch of the Master's hands. I'm fine, thank you. There's nothing the matter with me. I'm as healthy as can be. I have arthritis in both my knees. And when I talk, I talk with a wheeze. My pulse is weak, my blood is thin. But I'm awfully well for the shape I'm in. Arch supports I've got for my feet. I wouldn't be able to be on the street. Sleep overtakes me, night after night. But every morning I find I'm all right. My memory is failing, my head is in a spin. But I'm all mighty well for the state I'm in. Old age is golden, I've heard it said. But sometimes I wonder as I get into bed. With my ears in a drawer, my teeth in a cup, my eyes on a table till I wake up, ere sleep overtakes me, I say to myself, is there anything else I could put on the shelf? When I was young, my slippers were red. I could kick my heels right over my head. When I was older, my slippers were blue, but I still could dance the whole night through. Now I am old, my slippers are black. I walk to the store and I puff my way back. I get up each morning and brush off my wits. 
I pick up the paper and read the old bits. If my name is missing, I know I'm not dead. So I have a good breakfast and go back to bed. But I want to talk to you about what we call improvisation. The reason I'm doing this is because um, the, the workshops that we're doing, the, the sessions that we're doing with you are very much based on creating music. Improvising is creating music in the moment that has never been created before. We can play music that's already been written down by somebody else or has been learnt, has been passed on orally. You know, like a lot of traditional music is not written down. It's, or people learn it by ear from somebody else. <coughs> jazz is largely based on improvisation and Dorothy and Jonathan are both jazz musicians. So maybe, do you want to tell us a bit about what you feel improvisation is about? Yeah, one of the reasons I, I got involved in jazz is because... I like making up tunes. I like creating tunes. And in jazz, you have the freedom to do that. Uh, sometimes we will sing or play the melody of a tune first, and then continuing the chords that are in the tune, or the music that's in the tune in the background, the soloist then will create a new tune. And this is very exciting to do. It's very exciting. I'm very excited to listen to because it's a completely new work happening just at that moment, never listened to before. Everybody can create music. Everyone can create new music. every week was the Irish dancing of one of the oldest members of the group. Sister Felicitas took to the floor whenever a jig or a reel was played, much to the delight of everybody. I'm um, the activities person in the hospital. Art, drama, um, playing games, bingo, inside, bringing them for walks, um, having a bit of fun with them. And what did you expect when you heard Music Network were coming? What was the expectation? I, I didn't really know much about it, but I got, um, I'm doing a course up in Mullingar in Arts and Care, and some of the girls up there were telling me what it involved, and they gave me a video of it, what went on in Mullingar. So we knew, and I showed all the patients before, just to let them have an idea of what was going to happen. And that worked well because the new then, because I think they were all expecting kind of more Irish music and dancing and 
on the first you know, day. Yeah. On the first day, the, um, the jazz. Did it it kind of frightened them a bit, oh, yeah. It wasn't what we're used to. But but, still, um, it's, it's, they have come to love it. After it's over, it's this great chat among them, which no, you know, which normally mightn't happen. They wouldn't speak to each other sometimes. They just sit there. But um, there's great interaction after they're gone and talk about what went on and what bits they liked and what bits the other one liked and how we could do this. And uh, during the week now, we had to write a poem on winter. And it was, uh, they were all great coming up with different bits and how we put it this way and that way, and which you wouldn't see normally, you know. They're getting very involved in it. Three more weeks passed and the pressure of the concert began to grow for Angela. This was the only healthcare programme that had a public performance at the end. But for the participants, there was no pressure at all and the staff were a bit taken aback at the level of interest. My name is uh, Celia Kahn and I'm the supervisor of the daycare centre. And uh, as you can see, it's the happenings are going on here in the day centre for the last, uh, this is the fifth Friday, and uh, it's been such great excitement. From the time they, they heard the, the music network was coming, they were all agog and excited. And uh, from that day on then, with the instruments and the singing and making up poems, and it has been hectic, I'll tell you that here in the day centre. More hectic than you thought it was going to be. Oh, more hectic and more exciting. Now, um, I didn't think that the clients would get into this as much. They really have their heart and soul in it. And uh, with uh, Jonathan and Dorothy and Angela, I mean, they bring the best out. Just describe the group to me because it's obviously a mixture of... Uh, well, we have a mixture of men and women. The men are a little bit scarcer than the women, women and they're ranging from uh, anything from the age of 70 to, we have a lady 93, she'll be the oldest we have. And uh, you would never guess she's 93, of course. And um, they all want to take part, they all want to do a little bit, but the time is so short. But uh, we hope to have them back. We hope to have the music network back because I think it's just absolutely... Um, it has brought such a buzz and such excitement and, um, as you know, all the older people, they just love music and they love um, the folklore. Some of them have um, performed before and taken part in, in little concerts that we had before. So they're used a little bit used to the stage, but this is something different because some of them have uh, said that they had never had an instrument in their hands before. And just to hold an instrument. And uh, it was exciting just to hold the instrument, uh, let alone make sounds and uh, rhythm. On the different days, they had different instruments. And uh, by the third day, they had a preference for what they wanted. The, the first day, um, they held back a little bit you know and but the excitement was underneath you could feel the excitement underneath you know that there was a ripple there and uh, but coming up to the second friday then there were what are we going to be doing what is it going to be this and are we going to be doing that are we going to perform ourselves and that and um then they'd have a preference for say one one of them would have the fiddle the other would want um, Jonathan on his guitar. That was a bit young, or they, they didn't, you know, the, the thing, but they loved Dorothy singing as well. Summertime, and the living is easy. And the church of 
group from the hospital, the, the hospital which is attached to, to our day centre. Our day centre is attached to the hospital. And um, Jackie is the activities person with that in the hospital and she brings down her clients down and they meet my clients as I call them and they, uh, that's how, how them, and that happens other times as well if we have paintings and that and, and you know the way they don't like to call it therapy it's not music therapy, it's more just providing no, access. it's performing they like to call it that they, to think that they're performing you know, they like to think it as a concert, as it it's not something that you're coming in to do with older people, they're part of it, to feel to feel now that they're part of this circle and of the music, you know, they're not, it's, it's not therapy at all. They don't think of it as therapy. Well, I think it's, it's uh, given people a, a greater sense of um, responsibility. You know, all people years ago had just, were just left there, but it's, we're living a wonderful time now. We really and truly live in a wonderful time because you see the way they were all participating there now and everyone contributed their own little bit. And that they're not uh, sitting there looking at the wall, you know, that have purpose in life, like. And I think it's a really wonderful, it's something that I dreamt about for years and years, that old people would be just given a sense of, of, of value, not to be just left there waiting and waiting and waiting, like. And it's really wonderful. I've seen people here, they were here in the camp with strokes and everything, and still participate in their own little way. And a special word for the people, the little instructors that came here, they're really fantastic. They had the patience, you know, when they came first. It was all, I don't know how they kept going, really, because it was tough on them for about two or three times, you know, it was very tough on them, but they really loved the people and the good they were doing, and there they are now going to the theatre here, the, the Dunamis Theatre, and it's, it's wonderful, you know, it's really something. I remember years ago, people just sat by the fire, and they waited until they were finished up, and that's it, but now it's wonderful. It takes away the loneliness, it is the important part. It's like one big family here, you know, old bingo and one thing and another and they're, they're cracking jokes and some of bad here like myself and it's me gosh you know funny things do happen all the time this is week five how's it going it's going extremely well it's been incredible incredibly good fun since the first week and it, that has stayed consistent um and at the moment today we were preparing for the performance which is next week so because there is a, a public performance in the Dunamis Theatre next week, because of the performance, this whole workshop, the six-week phase, has taken on a, a kind of a different um, lifestyle or a different style to, to what it would have, I think, if there wasn't such pressure because of the performance. Um, we've been concentrating very much on preparing items for the performance as opposed to, you know, giving the workshops the space to allow people to um, create or to explore their creativity in, in improvisation. And do you think that's a bit of a pity? Um, there's a bit of me that thinks it's a pity, yeah, there is. The original aim of, of these workshops was more improvisation-oriented and we were trying to get away from it, it being a sing-song. Or, and the other, the other tendency with this kind of work is that um, they want to listen to us perform. So we were trying to get away from those two things, trying to get away from it being a sing-song and trying to get away from it being about us performing. But I think we've managed to, to strike a good balance, which is the, really the challenge for us to, you know, to perform, which is what they want, and yet to involve them in, in the performances. Um, and that's been very easy here because a lot of the, the members of the group want to perform themselves. 
Um, and then, of course, the danger with that is that it turns into a sing-song. But um, we've we've given the sing-song time and we've given, you know, the performances space to happen and there's been lots of improvisations as well. So I think we've managed to get a good balance. In Abbey Leaks, we are bombarded with skills and talents. This, this is extraordinary. The amount of singers in the group, the amount of people who have poetry that they want to recite. And really, at this stage... Uh, I'm the challenge at the moment is to take all of this material to gather it all into a, a, a logical sequence for the performance and put it put put each song and poem together with something that makes that they make sense you know so they're not just random items one after the other but you're not you know? really a concert organizer so that's that's what's tricky about it for you <laughs> yes that's true that's true so my role has been different to what I would have expected and that's one of the 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 gas things about this job. I mean, you you do some training for it and you think your job is going to be about something and then it, you know, you just have to be ready to adapt to whatever is going to come your way and work with whatever comes up. I mean, the main thing seems to have been the fun. I think the main thing has has been the fun, yeah. And it has been for us as well. It's been great fun. At the same time, it's it has been creative and it has been musical. So when people say it's been fun, it sounds like it's only been fun. It has been more than fun, really, as well. It's been very special. It's been really good. It sounds to me like you'd like to have eight weeks or ten weeks. Uh, yeah, I really would like to have eight weeks or ten weeks. And I'd like to have longer than an hour and a half. And I think they could do with that too. Again, that's something, you know, from working with other groups, an hour and a half is long enough. Six weeks can be long enough in another place. But here, six weeks is too short. An hour and a half is too short. Um, what do you feel about next week now? What are your feelings about it? <laughs> I, um, I think it could be great it's going to require an awful lot of organisation to be very, very sure about what is happening when and who is doing what and how everything, every, everything is going to, every item is going to lead into the next item. It's going to be, I'm going to have a lot of work to do now in the next two days preparing the programmes so that we definitely know what's happening and contacting, liaising with the staff here so we all sure we know what's happening. Are you, I, are you nervous? Oh yeah, I will be nervous, yeah. I will. I'm not not like not nervous for I'm falling apart. Nervous or that. Just you know, the my concentration will be at its peak. You know, I will be really fully concentrating before, during, and then afterwards I will collapse. <laughs> we're here in the Dinamace Theatre in Port Leisha for, for our performance today with the Abbey Leaks Hospital group of residents and staff and there's a credible air of excitement I could see it when they're all coming in the door they're so dressed up and, but the feeling of them is so excited as well you know, you know what I mean there's that air, great air of excitement and so yeah I'm picking up on it now so I'm more excited than nervous and, and what's really your nerves are about what, what's your oh, nerves oh my nerves would be that it, it I want it to go well for them because it's their day out and they've worked so hard for it and they've looked forward to it so much and um, I just hope that it runs smoothly and that they all, I just hope they all enjoy themselves. 
I hope everything goes okay now. Such effort went into it and such excitement about it. Tell me what it was like today down in the hectic. <laughs> hectic, uh, but it was great, great excitement. They, could, they, they were really looking forward to it, and uh, a lot of work, a lot of work to get them actually over here. But uh, all the smiles all around. They were you happy. had a lot of organisation, I'd say, in terms of moving. We had um, to get buses, and how uh, many are here altogether? Um, I think we have thirty-five, and there'd be twelve of them in wheelchairs. So we had to have to have the wheelchair buses. So, so that makes a big difference, yeah. Big difference, and yeah. Do you, what's the main um, feeling, do you think, in terms of the group? Um, I think excitement and looking forward. They're looking forward and hoping. And when they see the audience up here now, they'll, they'll really get into it. Hopefully they won't get shy. <laughs> Good. That's good. So it's all going to happen now today? It's all going to happen. Will the lights go down a bit? Yeah, they are. So we can just ask them to. I think if you ask it, I'll ask yeah. you. How everything goes well now. It's yeah. a beautiful place here. Eh? Hello, Margaret. How Hello, I'm very well. Thank you very so? much. Oh, really? Yeah, really? it's great. Have you, has there been practising going on? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. All excited. Everyone excited and getting ready and all the rest of it. Yeah, practising. Oh, yeah. Very excited. <laughs> Little bit nervous. You have a piece to do, don't you? I have, yes. Tell me what that is. A recitation. Have you got it off by heart? Is it in your head? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was all excited coming and looking forward to it. Everybody was getting well. everybody was getting dressed up and powdered and painted and waiting for, waiting for the start. <laughs> I hope it'll go well to be successful anyway. We'll enjoy ourselves anyway, that's the main thing. <laughs> What's your piece in it? Have you got a Oh, piece? no, I'm only singing with the group. You're singing with the group. And I'm playing, and I'm playing a little drum. What, tell, tell me what the drum is like. Small little drum, you just tip it to keep time with the, with the rest. They'll all be playing their own instruments that's as right. part of the ensemble, yeah. yeah. I came with the crowd, yes. I go into the daycare centre every week in Davenique's. Look forward to it. Hello, sister. Hello. Hi, are you looking forward to it? Of course I am. You are. And are you, do you think there might be a chance of you um, participating in the floor? I don't know that yet. <laughs> the brush dance, is that what you mean? No trouble to me. <laughs> there was music in the family and I had it from the cradle. Hello. On a Friday afternoon in May, the Dunamace Theatre in Port Leash had opened its doors to residents of other local daycare centres and all the relations and friends of the Abbey Leaks group. She does nothing all day, only sit down and cry. 
and I wish unto God all that she would die. No friend of my own came to see me one day, told me my wife she was pining away. He afterwards told me that she would get strong if I got the bottle from dear Dr. John. Oh, I got her a bottle just for the try, and the way that she drank it, it swear she was dry. And I got her another, and he fannies to say, and now she's got cod liver island the brain. Oh, doctor, oh, doctor, oh, dear Dr. John, your cod liver island is so pure and so strong. Now I own you in my life, I'll go down in the silence. If you wake up, stop thinking you're coming for us. Now my house is resembled a big canvas shop. It's covered with bottles from bottom to top. And then in the morning, when the old kitten would boil, you swear it was singing all coming for for you one of the many improvisations on our repertoire. Unfortunately, we only have time for one or two this afternoon. This, this improvisation is called um, Improvisation in C Major. It is composed entirely by the group you see on the stage before you. This is Improvisation in C Major. performers and instruments, there wasn't a lot of room for dancing, but Sister Felicitas was on her feet nevertheless. Absolutely excellent. It went on very well. I'm glad it's over now. 
I'd enjoyed it. I'd, I never enjoyed that as much, though. It was really hard, you know. It wasn't nothing off. It wasn't nothing off. It was really late now. It's it's true. It's, it, absolutely. I didn't think it was more than 20 minutes. I never enjoyed anything like it. No, it was the first of its kind I was ever at. But I thought it was brilliant for people that had such little practice. It was nervous. The teachers were great now, to tell the truth. It was nice to see so many audience. Oh, wasn't it great? I, I didn't think there'd be many at all when it wasn't advertised, you know. I was thrilled. Everyone is so happy, you know. We'll be talking about that now for a week. Uh, so unusual, like. I thought it was smashing. Marvellous for them. There was it's an awful lot of talent them, yeah. in rural Ireland yeah. that was never tapped or known yeah. about. Like, you know, it's still evident there, like, it's you know, isn't it? It is everywhere. Yeah, in rural Ireland. Yeah, undiscovered. They're marvellous. 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 Oh, you don't get swelled out, Oh, I enjoyed every moment of it. It was really terrific. And do you know what? The crowd of the audience was fantastic. Sit down here, I ain't going on no, my buses here. The buses arrived, the theatre emptied, and life could begin to return to normal in Abbey Leaks Hospital. For Angela de Burke, it was time to work out what had happened and if it could happen again. Um, I came away from the concert that day feeling that this was an extremely valuable experience for everybody involved and that it should, in some way or other, um, be possible for this kind of event to take place more often with more groups of people, older people living in hospitals um, or attending daycare centres. I'm aware, I was aware of, of course that it was a very different t- type of project to the project that we had in mind when we started out. What happened at the end was that instead of having a half an hour's long performance of mostly newly created pieces, we had an hour and a half's performance of some newly created pieces along with the people's own songs and poetry that they wanted to perform. They wanted to make it public. And, and would you mm. now, looking back on it, go, that's a good idea? Yes, I would look back on it and think, that's a good idea. Um, as I, The more I do this work, the more I realise how many good ideas there are. And so it was their idea that to put on this performance. We hadn't thought about that, and we possibly wouldn't have thought about that because it's not in the music network, the imagined plan of how this is, what this is about. But music network, we're all very, we're very open to the fact that because this is new, this is a new idea and it hasn't been done before, we're open to seeing what comes out of it. And it, I think a model will come out of this, a working model that, that we hope to work with or continue to work with. Because each phase of the project is evaluated afterwards and we all talk about it and we assess what happened and what worked and what didn't work. And Do you think it, could, it should be done in every hospital in the country? Absolutely. I think the Midland Health Board are most enlightened. You know, I really hope that it shows how important it is. I think it's a disgrace that this isn't happening all over the country. And anybody who is visiting any relatives or friends in any hospital will... will recognise how important it is that there are structured activities for people living in long-term care. Otherwise, life becomes meaningless. A lot of patients living in long-term care have everything done for them. And I'm not saying anything against the system in these hospitals. It's just that things have to be done within a certain time frame. And so the consequence of that is that people lose their sense of being able to do things for themselves over time. 
And I think one of the very important aspects of this work is that it was all about everybody doing something for themselves to whatever degree or extent that they wanted to, to do it. Um, but it was really important that there was no pressure on them to feel that they had to do anything they didn't want to do. And I think that the, the group work allows for people to to decide for themselves how much they want to do. So that there, you know, there, there's creativity going on at an individual level and at a group level as well. I've heard it said by staff in other hospitals that they were surprised to notice that with between in the weeks between the workshops that the people in the groups were talking to one another about what had happened in the workshops and the staff realised that these people had never had anything to discuss with one another. They, not, they had no, nothing to talk to one another about and, and they hadn't realised that, that the silence that they were living in was because there, there literally was nothing for them to talk about. There, like there's nothing, things have to be happening in your life you know, for you to have something to talk about and suddenly these music workshops were giving the clients something to talk about to one another. They were discussing what had happened, what instruments they used, what they hoped would happen the following week and uh, it, was, they were, it, was, it provided a talking point for them to begin to kind of make friendships with one another. What was wonderful about Abbey Leaks was the teamwork among the staff and the, the management or direction that came from Anne Doherty, the, ma- the matron. So did you feel there was quite a bit of give and take then in terms of what you were learning from them and what they were learning from you? I learned loads. I mean, yes, it's not just about them learning you know, new songs or pieces or whatever, but we learn loads as well. Music Network is going to go back to Abbey Leaks. Um, they say they, it's, Music Network is working with eight hospitals in the Midlands area and these workshops, these projects are going to continue for twice a year for the next three years and Abbey Leaks will be one of the hospitals. In my mind, it was a huge success. If you enjoyed this documentary, you might like to listen to our other Documentary on One productions. Visit rte.ie forward slash doc on one.